Hey guys, it's me, Sam Lerner, your favorite character on the Goldbergs. That's not my character, that's my real name. But anyway, I'm on that show. I'm a guest on the Between Takes podcast this week. I had a great time hanging out with my friends Hart and Cameron, and it's a good episode. Looking forward to you guys hearing it. It's going to be a great one. Sam is an incredibly talented actor that currently works on the Goldbergs. We also have lived together for the last five years. We are so happy to have him on the podcast. Yep. Love him to death. He's great. It's a wonderful episode. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe on the Himalaya app. Uh, check us out on the Between Takes YouTube channel. And yeah, just listen to us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. What's up, boys? So we're doing this now. This is yeah. where we're going. Here we go. We're going. Welcome to the podcast. Sam Lerner! Sam could be our biggest guest today. I feel like that's sarcasm, and I feel like that's disrespectful as well. Yeah, that what so. a what a what an ass. <laughs> I'm I'm offended, but I'll keep I'll continue. I will continue. You, Sam, you just walked off. <laughs> yeah, um, we're sorry. just gonna we're meet Cam's video out of this. It'll just be right. Sam and I. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, the real team here. What's up? Anyway, remember Sam, when we were. Almost roommates. That was so funny. Oh boy, yeah. Or right, why don't you explain that story? Very close. Well, it's not really a place... story. We almost moved in together. It was. It was. Yeah, but be... every place we looked at, it was like there was one master and like three closets. <laughs> right. And it was really hard to decide. Like, all right, who's who's gonna get that? <laughs> and that, or should we just rotate each month? It was just too much. <laughs> it was really. It was rough. Yeah. True. I remember one of those houses, Hart was going to, like, convert the garage into a bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah they the had music the, studio. Yeah, they had that, like, backyard, like, garage. It was actually nice. That was um, a cool house. It was cool. But then you guys were like, no, I swear we need to watch fantasy football and stuff. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds like, You're like Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can have a studio here. Good, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how to play instruments. <laughs> That's my impression of you, Cam. Yeah, really. But we didn't, and now you guys live together. Yeah, we we we've been together for a while now, Cam and I. We, we you know, Cam and I have been roommates for like five years. Whoa, isn't that crazy? Wow, is Graham there right now? Graham is is upstairs. He's working on self tape stuff by himself. After house, baby. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys? Do you, do you guys? Help? How do you? Who helps with who with self tapes more? Graham is the coach of the house. Like <laughs> Graham, Graham works with everyone, and Cam's booked like jobs from working with Graham. So oh, you so I, jobs from working with Graham too. I probably booked stuff working with Graham too. It's it's honestly pretty amazing having him. Okay, well then I guess I'll be coming over there to doing my tapes <laughs> from now on. Yeah, that sounds yes. amazing. Maybe should. I should have moved into one of those closets. Well, I mean, so, hey, your career would be insane right now. <laughs> I know. Graham might be moving out soon, so you might have an opening. Hey oh. Yeah, it's true. You're moving on up. I'm 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 getting I'm getting to the point. I'm I'm sure. I may or may not be buying a house. Hey oh. Mm-hmm. You Exciting. just you and your you and your pops? <laughs> me and my dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would it would just be me and then eventually probably Olivia. Sure. Which is 
you know. Don't worry, Sam. We can cut anything out of the podcast. So don't. Dude, cut this shit out, dude. I do not want to. No, She's, you you guys are my friends. You know sure. that it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's moving in in that sort of direction. But we'll you know we'll see what happens. She just signed a lease um, at her own apartment, so I've kind of bought myself like almost a year of living by myself. Sure, which is well, it would be good for you. It'd be good. Yeah, it'd be it would, yeah. honestly would be awesome. I've never lived alone. I've I've had roommates. I've lived with Cam for five years, and then before Cam, I had roommates, which is yeah pretty crazy. And now I'm turning 28, so I'm like, I think it's just the time where I want to finally live on my own and be a big dog. Yeah, big boy, big boy. Yeah, dog. You got that Goldberg cash coming through. Gosh, hey what yo. a what a blessing. <laughs> I wonder if Sam's gonna miss me when when he's gone. Cam, of course <laughs> I won't. <laughs> no he's leaving yeah getting the fuck out of here no it's it's of course i'll miss you what do you mean but we're it's not like we're not gonna be friends anymore right yeah well you know usually the people that move out i'm not friends with anymore so we're we're still friends you ass yeah (laughs) true but sam has has honestly has worked his ass off for a very very long time to get to a place where he can buy a house for himself. So it's, yeah. it's impressive. And Sam has, you know, he's been in this business since he was a kid, like literally yeah. a kid kid. He's been, a, he was a child actor. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Sammy, why don't you tell us, you know, how you even started and got into acting from that young of an age? Yeah, I, um, okay. So I, I, uh, my first job was I played Ben Stiller's son in this movie called Envy. It was like a really bad movie. It's um, it's it has a seven percent of Rotten Tomatoes. It's Ben Whoa. Stiller, Jack Black, Christopher Walken, Amy Poehler, Rachel Weisz. Like it's like the craziest cast of all time, and directed by Barry Levinson, who's like one of the biggest directors ever. But it's like this really bad comedy that just like went nowhere. And and that was my first job was playing Ben Stiller's son in that. Um. But yeah, so I grew up here in LA. Obviously, I'm I'm from the Valley. My my dad is an actor um, as well, a character actor. His name's Ken Lerner, and he's been working for like 40 years. And so is his older brother Michael, who's been in the business forever. They're just like like when I used to go into casting offices as a kid, like people would just know who Ken and Michael were, and they were they were like the, th- that name, I know it. And then I obviously look a lot like them, so they were like. <laughs> <laughs> they they were like they put it together uh, like immediately um but yeah so i i was i was 9 when i first started like professionally but i still went to like normal school and stuff i i went to a public school for middle school and high school and uh then when i graduated high school i was like i think i'm i was working a little bit at the time so i was like i think i'm just going to keep going with acting and just hope that it works out and and i i didn't even apply to college which is kind of sad to think about i i remember my sat scores were terrible too i had a 15 10 um, out of like I, it's out of like 2400 that's like a terrible score <laughs> it was awful yeah. anyway how did i get here um <laughs> yeah so yeah i started as a kid and then now i'm 27 and that's crazy. Was your dad uh, supportive of you going into it? Did he want you to do it or 
I think, I think like my parents would like, it was important to them for me to have like a normal childhood, which is why they kept me in like public school and stuff. Cause I feel like a lot of child actors, um, you know, they get pulled out and just do homeschool because it's like easier. And that way you can like be available for auditions. And when you're working on something, you can just have all your curriculum there as opposed to like, every time I worked a job when I was a kid, I had to like ask my school for all my assignments and stuff. And they would like, for the most part, work with us and like, give me all the stuff that I would need to do so I could do normal school. But they were super supportive because it was kind of the family business. Like my, my dad and and his brother have made a living as character actors for their whole lives. So it was like, it was, it was a very easy transition for me to, you know, be going to auditions and stuff. And, and I think I just always liked it. Like I was always like a very like charismatic kid who like wanted to be like the class clown and was always making jokes and stuff. So I feel like I kind of just have always craved that attention and now I've made it into what it is now. Um, but yeah, I mean, since my dad was an actor, it was kind of just like, Oh, I guess he wants to do this. So, so they, they were supportive. Did he help you a lot? Like with auditions and stuff getting started? Oh yeah. What, like, because, pre- like preparing for them is what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Cause my dad, so we all know as, as actors, how it can go like this, it's very up and down. So, um, he he's been an acting teacher for like 30 years also because like when he I think when he went through like a slow period in his career he was like what else can I do I need like a side hustle and and he was like well this is still in acting so he's he's had private classes for like as long as I can remember like since I was a child he's been teaching private classes and then he now teaches at New York Film Academy as well um so yeah, I mean, he, he used to just go over all of my auditions with me. I had a private in like live in acting coach that would help me with all my stuff. And like my dad's just got the best instincts and like can break down a script in like two seconds. So it was kind of like an insanely unfair advantage. Yeah, sure. Actually. Yeah. Sam's dad is very, very special. He's hilarious and he's so funny. Like, he's charming at the same time, but also <laughs> I don't know. He's just, he's the best guy in the whole world. People love yeah. Sam's dad, like love Sam's dad. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty, he's pretty awesome. He's super it, funny. His texts that you put on like close friends stories sometimes always kill me. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, they're hilarious. Dude. I mean, he just learned how to text. Too, so it's like, <laughs> I just have gold all the time and he thinks he's hilarious. So he's always just cracking humor. <laughs> You know, he also leaves me hilarious voicemails. He'll be like, Sammy, what the, what the, what the fuck is this? Like, what, I saw you post something on Instagram. There was blah, blah, blah. Like, he'll just, he's, he's such a character. He's so funny. I do feel like you are a young version of your dad. Dude, it's crazy. Like, I, I, because he's been working since he was like 30. Now that I'm becoming close to 30, like, there's old video of him like in like that movie that we were we someone sent me a clip of my dad did a movie with Schwarzenegger where Schwarzenegger stabs him in the back with a pen and my dad was like super young he had jet black hair like was skinny still like <laughs> no offense dad if you're listening you know you're he's, he's 72 so it's okay but um he he like he was a stud dude there's also my dad was on happy days which is crazy he no did way. He did 13 episodes of Happy Days, and that back in the day, you could p- play multiple people on the same show because like <laughs> people didn't really care, I guess. Like, so he played different characters, 
And there's a photo of my dad like flexing with the fawns that we have actually framed in my parents' house. Oh, and my dad has like an eight pack, <laughs> which is insane. So that's amazing. Yeah, I look like him for sure. And I'm like growing into looking like him and like it's chill, <laughs> but also like he's like an old Jewish teddy bear. And now I'm, like I would love to be like a young man in his 20s that doesn't resemble like an old Jew. So But you've gotten no. you've gotten over I mean even over the time I've known you, you've gotten way more in shape and athletic than when we first met. <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Like seriously, I, you, you have like seeing like from basketball days like to barely get in touches to like running teams. Like <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, you you've seen my basketball career really flourish. Um, yeah, truly. Are honest, truly the body transformation has upped his confidence so much on the <laughs> Yeah, Cam likes to say to me always that I was way nicer when I was fat, which I think is absolute <laughs> bullshit because I'm always nice and also <laughs> hilarious. But um, yeah, I, I, for me though, like I have to work out so much to like stay in shape. Like, yeah. I feel like heart, you, you're like, I'm not just going to gush over you right now, <laughs> but like, come on, your body's fucking insane. And I, I feel like you, but also you work out really hard and like, I'm sure you yeah. eat really well. But for me, it's like, if I eat bad for like a week, I gain 30 pounds. Yeah. That's my, that sort of is, I feel like what keeps me pretty level is I just never eat bad. Like I always mm-hmm. just, I just always, I barely ever eat as is. And when I do, I just <laughs> eat like, like, I don't know. I never think about food in that way. I never have. I've always been like, um, I sort of just eat to get it over with. I've uh-huh. never, and that's, I hate that because like, I know there's wonderful food experiences that I miss because <laughs> I don't really care about food that much. That's so interesting. Yeah. I, I can't relate. Like, I think it's because, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think, I think the options are pretty limited as to what you can eat when you grow up in the middle of nowhere in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like different cultures of cuisines and things like that, like I'm still getting very like used to sushi even like, you don't mm-hmm. really have sushi in Arkansas. It's very hard to get like fresh sushi there. So, right. Um, Cause you just say like goat and like, yeah, you just eat goat bison, yeah. things like that. Chicken. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I'm still getting, I'm enjoying it more and more, but it's just not something that I got used to you know, having, and then there were, there were also really hard times in my life where I got very used to eating the most minimum because that's all I could eat. Mm -hmm. So I would like Like whatever you could afford or, or yeah, yeah. like from the 99 cent store, like a can of beans and like some rice and some pasta or something. So it's like, I didn't really develop like a big desire for like really good food. Um, even later on, even after the fact, I don't know, it's never really been something there. I always just sort of like eat to get it over with truly. Yeah. That's, that's so interesting. I, I, food's like always just been such a big part of like, I feel like my, like that's yeah. something I probably got from my dad also. It's yeah. Well, that's like, what you post on your story all the time is like conversations between you and your dad about food. It's so yeah. funny to me. I love it. It's a whole thing. Like, like, you know, the way that my dad actually even got on the Goldbergs was cause my dad plays my dad on the show, which is amazing. He, uh, I used to post videos of him ordering Chinese food when we would be out to eat. And like, he's just got this like crazy manic energy when he's at a Chinese (laughs) restaurant because he's so like, he has to control everything. And he's like, all right, 
here's what she's going to have. And she's going to have a bite of this and you can have that. And like, he would ask for like a to-go box before the meal even comes so that he can like put some food away to take home for later, which is like just an insane, it's like at least just wait until the meal is over and then get to the to-go box. But he like prepared for it. So I don't know. I just feel like I like inherited this energy from my dad where it's like, like also I eat really fast. I feel yeah, like it's yeah, just, me too. Me too. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, I think most people that eat really fast, it's like they had siblings or something that maybe would like compete with them for food. <laughs> and I have a sister, but like our, we always had plenty of food around. It's just, <laughs> I think we're just maniacal psychopaths <laughs> that are like food driven and just, yeah. I don't know. I, it's like a whole thing. Sam throughout our time living together has actually introduced me to so many foods that I would have never tried growing up because yeah. I was always like, Oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. And just through living with Sam and the kind of food that he's ordered and like just open my world to, I eat so many foods now because of him. Yeah. Sam yeah, used still... to only eat white meat, chicken breast. <laughs> well, even me too. That's the thing. And, and even when we went, when uh, the three of us, and I think Graham went to some restaurant on, I think, uh, Yeah. I sat down and I didn't know a single thing what to order. And you guys, mostly you, Sam, were like, we'll have this, that, this, 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 just like your father. And then it all came yeah. out and it was all amazing. But you you, you know so much more about that than I know at all. Like, I yeah. was just like, well, I have no idea what any of this is. Yeah, I, I just, I've always been like obsessed with food. I mean, it's just, it's such a huge part of my life. And like, just trying new, new stuff is amazing. I appreciate it. You know? I like it a lot. I, I think it's yeah. my own little fear of like, if I eat this, then my stomach's not going to be able to handle it. Cause I've never had this in my life before. And I get freaked mm -hmm. out by it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I look, I, I mean, there's, so, there's just so much out there and especially living in LA, it's like, we have so many options yeah. that I, I, I feel like it's just so easy to like expand your horizons, but I, I feel you. I mean, it's not like I'm eating like, you know, like, crazy bugs or, or, or anything, you know, like I, I still yeah. need to be very careful, like with what I'm eating just for my, I have a Jewish stomach as well. So I'm like, you know, I need to, I can't, like, I do eat all these things, but then I kind of pay the price sometimes depending <laughs> on how adventurous I get with my, sure. I'd say yeah. Sam and I pay the price. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, we're big food guys. We, yeah. it's, it's, it's fun. I also have a, a weird complex where I don't like people touching my food. Like I don't like eating out that much. I like interesting making food at home because I'm touching it. I'm preparing it. I'm there's just something like, like if I'm going to eat at a restaurant, I love if it has like a big open kitchen. Cause then I just feel like Ooh. I can see what's going on and, <laughs> and it holds everybody accountable. And it's, right. it's still, I don't know, make puts me at ease you a little bit you have a fear of, of people kind of messing with, with your food for, for like a specific reason or just, no, you never no, know no. Could mostly be just like mishandling. Like I've worked in restaurants before and I've seen people just be really lackadaisical with food yeah. and then, oh my and, God. and like really nice restaurants and like expensive ones that you would think like, Oh, this is going to be, of course my food's going to be fine. And I've seen just like how they've handled some stuff. And I'm just like, yikes. Yeah, I, I, that really terrifies me. If you guys are doing that, like <laughs> it only can get worse below that. Yeah. I know. That's why COVID's kind of nice with like, everyone has a freaking mask and a face shield on. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, if yeah. you do go anywhere, it's like, you feel very safe because you know that they're not spitting their yes. spittle. Yeah. Right. 
or anyway. like dropping food or I don't know. It's just, it's just too much. Yeah. Well, yeah, welcome that's... to it. Thanks for coming on our food yeah, podcast. So <laughs> yeah. Um, Sam, why don't, why don't you uh, talk about how you and I met and how that sort of like transitioned into the Goldberg for you into where you are now? Yes, I, I, uh, I met Cam, it was 2012 or 2013, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I I booked this movie called, it was called Almanac at the time. And then it ended, up, it ended up being called Project Almanac. But it was like this job that I just wanted so bad. I, I was one of those movies that I auditioned like five times, like with the director. And, and it, like, they just kept on having to bring us in. And then there was like chemistry reads and stuff. And it ended up being me and Johnny Weston and Alan Evangelista, but like everyone read for it. Like I remember reading with like Dylan O'Brien and I read with like, I read with other, like a bunch of other actors. I think I read with your boy, Ross Butler. I feel like I just like read with a bunch of different people and they were just like care, like kind of mixing us up together, which was a pretty scary process. But when I ended up getting it and then we filmed in Atlanta, Cam's dad, Brad Fuller produced the movie and when I got to Atlanta, he was like, Hey, by the way, my son is here and he's, he's about to go to college. I think you were starting college or you were yeah. in college already. Uh, uh, yeah. I think it was, I don't even remember. Might you, have been my- you were like, it was my something you were about to go to college, I think. Yeah. And then you, so you, you came to Atlanta to work like a summer job with your dad. I think it was like, mm-hmm. instead of staying at home back in LA, like it you actually kind of, I had gone to New York to work on his other movie, which was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at the time. And yeah. that just like didn't go well for the first five days because he created a job for me that didn't exist. So I like <laughs> went to set and he put me in the props department of the movie um, so I could be close to set. So I could be bringing things back and forth and see what was going on. Like that was the whole goal to get me close to set. And I got there and they were like, yeah, you can't, like touch anything because you're not in the props union and I was like, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh okay so i couldn't do the job and then <laughs> for listeners that might not know there were cam graham sam it's hilarious um have fun with that um but we all agree that like your heart is like <laughs> like heart humor and then it's like maybe i'm somewhere down here you're dude next level uh we'll take you, you guys are a cam, great you're audience. cam you're below you're be- <laughs> you're down somewhere here you know? that's okay i know heart humor is the best humor <laughs> yeah got a funny group for sure yeah we're, we're some funny funny friends <laughs> and there's never been like we go we push boundaries where there's never like a moment where it's like i mean maybe you guys when you live together but anytime i'm there it's never like you know what man that's you you went too far like it's always just with us. We're just like, we just go as far as possible with each other. And it's, we, we know that it's, we're just joking. We know that right. we don't actually mean those things. About- also, when you're an actor, like a lot of like Sam and Graham and you hard as well. Like you commit to the bit beyond the bit where it's, it's, it's like, okay, like good joke. It's done now. And you're, like, <laughs> you're just like still in it and you won't end it. And it just yeah. becomes like uncomfortable just to really just, <laughs> You can't break character ever. I mean, that's what you learn yeah. as an actor. You cannot break character. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Sam, speaking of comedy, you're on the Goldberg. Yes. Um, I, I mean, that's honestly, since I've lived with you, 
been the most uh, life-changing thing you've you've had in your career, in my opinion. Um, it's been an incredible blessing. You know, Sam went from when we first moved into our apartment, like just getting on this new show and almost barely being able to pay his rent month to month and it being a big struggle to this, you know, staying with it, staying on it, um, becoming this like very lovable person on set that everyone just loves. They grew his character and now he's at the point where he's buying his own house, you know, and that, that was over five years. So it's, it's, it's honestly one of, it is pretty inspirational. I I'd say for most people listening to see how you can go from where you were to where you are just through hard work, dedication, and like just staying with it through the tough times, because it has been, uh, it has not been an easy process. Yeah. I mean, the, the job has really just been like such a blessing, but yeah, I mean, like you said, it wasn't, I mean, it was easy to an extent, but it, but like there were times where I just didn't see the big picture. Like I, I, um, I, a few years ago, I, I almost left the show because th- you, you spelled it out a little bit. So I started the show in like 2014. I joined in the second season and I was a guest star. And when I auditioned, it was like possibly recurring. It was never like supposed to be a huge role. It was just one of the son Barry's friends and there were three of us. And so there were three new characters added and we were in like a couple episodes and we had funny lines here and there. And we did my first season, I did seven episodes as a guest star. And then, and that was awesome. It was like, Oh, this new show and people kind of like it. And, and yeah, that's cool. And then season three, they brought my character back a lot more and they brought me and the two other guys back a lot more. And we were, we were this little group on the show called the JTP. It stands for Jenkintown Posse. And so we're like the little gang of friends that's friends with the middle son on the show named Barry. Um, and so, you know, season three, I, I did my thing. I, I think that season I ended up doing like 14 out of the 24 episodes of that year. So I was like, oh, this is crazy. They like doubled my episode count this year, which is awesome. Um, but it was still in a guest star capacity. And then season four, they brought us back again. And that season I was in almost every episode. Like they, they were writing for my character so much, which was so cool. And I was so excited because I was like, Oh my God, I'm being, they're writing for me on this, on this show. That's becoming a hit in the process. And it was, it was just really cool. Cause I had never had that consistent of work before. And at this point I'm probably in like the 30 episode range I, I had done by then. And after season four, I, I wouldn't say I started to get an ego, but it definitely, like in this career, it gets to a point where you're like, you know, you have to, in order to to get paid more or in order to get the the raise to, to series regular, like you have to kind of make a stand. And so I was at a point where I, my agents and my manager were asking them to make me a series regular because they, their argument was you're using him in almost all the episodes anyway, and so why won't you just make it official? And, and what they always said was, well, the show's called The Goldbergs and he's not a Goldberg because my character is Jeff Schwartz. But they were they were writing like a, a love interest role for me of the for the daughter. So the daughter on the show, Haley Arantia, um, they were like kind of hinting at it for se- for a lot of season three and then well into season four, I think like we started to get together. Um, 
but so then it got to a point, I think it was between season four and five. It was like the, the summer hiatus. And I had like two indie movie offers. They were like not huge movies that were going to change my career or anything. But I went through this point where I was like, well, yeah, I'm recurring on this show, but like I'm in all the episodes and they won't make me a regular. So like maybe I should leave and go see what's up with these movies and see what that might lead to and see if it'll take me to the next step in my career. And I sat down with Cameron's dad actually. And he was, cause, cause Brad's always been like a mentor to me to, to bounce ideas off of, or just talk to about the industry. Cause he's just seen so much and done so much in this, in this industry. And he has so many relationships and he sat me down and was just like, dude, yes, you could go and do this indie movie that might not lead anywhere and you're not going to get paid anything. Or you could stay on the show that you're on and, you know, be there and kind of just be a good sport and understand that it's rare to be on a show that's a hit and, you know, just kind of bide your time and, and stay there and, and hopefully they'll do right by you eventually. So that year they ended up making me a series regular for season five. And it was just like a huge you know, goal fulfillment for me to be a series regular on a show because I had never done that. But also like even my family, you know, we're, we're a family of character actors. So like to be a, a consistent role on a, on a show that's, that's working, it, it was just like, I hadn't even thought that I could ever do that in my career. So for that to happen that early on was just a blessing. And now we're in season eight and I've been a regular for five, six, seven, and eight. So it's like, it just, I'm just so happy that I stuck with it. And I'm so happy that I didn't run away just because I, it's, you know, my ego might've been kind of fighting things, but you know, it's, it's, and now it's been, I've been on the show for seven years. So it's like, and it's, and it's brought me to the position, like you said, where I'm able to buy a house, even though it's still really scary and I'm questioning it, but, um, <laughs> but it's, you know, just consistency in this business is tough. And so I'm, I'm really happy that like, you know, I had all these people in my corner that were kind of, when I would ask them advice, they would tell me what they thought. And I'm glad that I ended up listening mostly to your dad and to, you know, to you even like, I know we spoke about it many times. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very just fortunate and grateful to be now a part of a show like this. That's like been on for eight years and doing well. So it's amazing. It really is. It's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's Are super you cool? Are you guys still currently? Are you are you shooting right now? Yeah, we're so we're filming now, and and we we came back with tons of COVID precautions now. So we're you know we we have to wear masks unless we're in the makeup chair or if we're literally on set. Otherwise, we have to wear a mask or we have to hold this like clear face shield so that we're not you know we're, like nothing's touching us. So it's there's just like all these things now. Like, all the crew members have like mask and face shield and they have to wear like a like a nurse gown over their clothes it's crazy <laughs> you'll see when you go do your movie in india yeah I'm sure i don't know be. because it's a i mean it's an indie so i don't know how much like and we're in the middle of nowhere i don't know how like <laughs> they're like covid what yeah COVID? yeah here's your quarantine yeah i don't know I, I i'm i'm interested to see i do know that i think we have to get t tested twice a week mm-hmm you, how often yeah, do you doing, get tested? We're doing like three times a week. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, I'm sure twice is the same thing. I mean, it's, it, it takes like two or three days for results anyway. So I, yeah. you know, I'm I got not, it back in, in March or no July. 
And oh, you had COVID. Yeah, I had COVID and it um it took 11 days for them to give me the results. So like it had passed by then, but I had no knowledge that I had it. Oh, wow. And so I actually, you were asymptomatic. Yeah, and I got I got two tests. Well, I felt a little off just but just like sinus headache. It didn't seem like anything crazy. Like, I went out and ran a bunch. Didn't you call me and you were like, I have really bad headaches. It was like one day where you like went down for the count. Well, I no, that, that was separate. That yeah. I just have just bad headaches. But this was, I was supposed to take a flight. It was like on a Thursday. Um, I was supposed to have a flight on a Friday. And I, my head was hurting, but there was a lot of sinus pressure that I knew if I flew, I was going to feel miserable. So mm-hmm. I went and got a rapid test, which is like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it came back negative. But I felt, still kind of felt off. So I went to another clinic and got one that they said it could take a week. And it ended up taking 11 days. And they called me and were talking me through the fact that I was positive. And then I was like, oh, my gosh. I had no <laughs> knowledge over the past 11 days that I had it. And it was kind of a nightmare to then try to so, backtrack and be like, where have I been? What have I been? Who have I seen? <laughs> like, thinking like I didn't have it. And Did you give it to anyone? Knowledge, I didn't give it to anyone. And my roommate didn't get it. And I live, I, I'm here with him the whole time. So, yeah. wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. We had so many, like, just these past few months, just so many ups and downs with COVID. Like, cause that's, Cam and I were quarantined together during this whole time. And it was right. just, I mean, it was just any, like, Hey man, I'm going to the grocery store. Oh, are you going to the grocery store? You got your mask, <laughs> you got your gloves, you got your sanitizer. It was like, we, it became this like, who like who's being more dangerous than the other like i mean you know we i think now we're all kind of in the same boat of like we all know if we go somewhere we have to wear a mask and like you know we all have to be careful and wash our hands and not touch our face and stuff so yeah yeah it really took like it took us about five months to really get on the exact same page because it's so, it was so scary dude yeah i mean just not knowing how you even get it at first. I feel like information was kind of confusing, you know, for so it long. It still and now is. Yeah. It's all. Yeah. Just... <laughs> like, are we even remotely through this or not? <laughs> no. And it's like, and it also is like, do, do we have any sort of fact on, can you get it again? And how quickly can you get it? And like, all that is still to me seems to be up in the air. Yeah, because I bet when you found out you had it already, you were like, "Woo, I can't get it anymore." Yeah, because they were doing the whole like antibodies thing, and then now I hear all this stuff that you it mutates and you can get it. So it's like, how, who who do we trust? Man, how, how it are we is supposed so to know? Confusing. Uh, not to pull away from COVID, but you know, it's it's COVID. Yeah, we got to respect COVID, boys. Yeah. Um, last thing we do on this podcast is we talk about your worst audition you've ever had. So tell us about the worst audition you have ever had. Or so some many of. to count. Yeah, exactly. That's what everyone says. Oh my god. Uh jeez. I've had some I've had some terrible auditions over the years, boys. Um <laughs> one story that I, I really like is one time it was it was a movie. Um I was auditioning for a movie that uh uh Steve Carell was in. It was it was like seeking a friend for the end of the world was the movie. It was it was a few years back and um I'll never forget this because it was one, it was a one line audition. And I was like, I even asked my manager, I was like, should I really go audition for this? It's one line. Like, you know, is it, what do you think? And they were like, yeah, well, it's a big movie. So even if it is one line, you know, at least people would see you in that big movie. So why don't you just go? Like, if you're not doing anything, anything else, you should go. So I go and the line on the script was, um, was, was 
like you're ruining my life, dad. Like that was, that was my line. And that was the audition. And I didn't really go over it because I like, didn't, I was like, Oh, it's one line. I can remember one line. I'm, I obviously don't need to memorize this or spend any time on it. So I get in the room and she's like, yep, whenever you're ready. <laughs> and I'm like, the line is you're ruining my life, dad. And I go, leave me alone. <laughs> and she goes, um, okay, okay. Okay. Sam, that was, that was great. That was great. Um, do you want to try it again? Like as scripted. And I was like, yeah, no, totally. I mean, I just, I figured, you know, because I like, it was one line, like I could kind of put my own spin on it. I was like, leave me alone. It's kind of like you're ruining my life. So like, you know, I figured I'd just go with that. And she was just like, yeah, let's do it as scripted. And I was like, great. That's great. <laughs> and I, I didn't get that. Um, that's kind of a boring story, <laughs> but I mean, I've had so many like just crazy auditions. Like, I remember reading with, I read with Vince Vaughn once in the room. It was for that movie called The Internship or The Intern. It was like the movie where Owen Wilson and oh, Vince Wilson, Vaughn yeah, work at Google. Google. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, Brian. <laughs> yes, Dylan got the role. Dylan got that role. And I, I wanted it so bad. And so I made it to the point where like you improvise with Vince Vaughn. And the guy didn't let me get a word in. Like he is so funny and so quick that like, I remember just trying to keep up and like, I'm already like a very nervous improviser, which is funny because I only, I mostly do comedy, but like, I, I, I get very nervous. Like I can do it, but I get nervous. And like with Vince Vaughn, just firing off lines at me, I like couldn't even get a word. And I was probably so awkward and not good. And then Dylan was probably great. So good for you. Dylan. I guess that's why you got it. So yeah, true. <laughs> 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 but yeah i mean auditioning is just so crazy you guys know it's like it's not the same as being on set at all no it's certain people are good auditioners but those people are very few and far between i think it's acting is not auditioning it's it's a different skill i think yeah it's a very yeah. different skill i agree yeah well sam thanks good to see you thanks wait are we coming. not even going to touch on the fact that hard and i did a movie together and that's how we actually oh, yeah <laughs> that's crazy holy yes yeah and um jazz was in that scene who then did yeah. sabrina and so it's all mm -hmm. it's just crazy how like yeah those spawned from that but yes we did and i it was my first time to do really anything and yeah. didn't know what really a night shoot was that you shoot all night like throughout the night till like four or five six a.m and I got there at, I don't know, 6 p.m. and thought like, oh, we'll shoot for a couple of hours and we'll go home. And a bunch of like the much more professional actors that were there were like, oh, like very well rested and been like sleeping <laughs> and like we're getting a coffee. And like they're like, oh, it's so good to be up and stuff. And I was like, good to be up. What do you mean? And they're like, well, we're going to shoot until like 5, 6 a.m. because we have to use all the hours of darkness. Idiot, basically, is how they like <laughs> said that. And I was basically. just like, oh, no. I'm doomed, but we made it through it. It was fine. I, um, after I was screamed at by that, I one know, but yeah, no. well, <laughs> she won't be named. Um, um, and yeah, that it was, was called big, fun mom dinner though. Fun mom that dinner. Was, yeah. And we had like, we, me and Hart both had like small roles in this movie, but yeah. it, it was funny. That you was a really slapped, funny movie. Right. Didn't you get slapped? <laughs> yeah. Bridget Everett slaps me across <laughs> the face in the movie. Yeah. It's amazing. Yes. And then I remember there was like a little dance scene out on the like top of the boat 
and I was holding a girl like dancing. I think it was mm-hmm. jazz. And I was going like this, like for some reason, like I was doing this on my forehead. <laughs> and one of the other actresses came up and just massaged my forehead, like the thing out the crinkle out of my forehead. And I knew what she was doing because my face, like I do that sometimes. I like will just do this. And she just like massaged it out and she's like, don't do that. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And now you know never to crinkle your and forehead. Now, <laughs> now I know not to do that. So it was a really that was a very pivotal moment in my career was working on that with you. So eye-opening experience for yeah, you. It was and great. for me. Yeah, that was, was fun really though. Great, and then when yeah. I and then when you and Cam became friends, I was like, no way. I just worked with him. That's yes, so fun. Yeah, it happened. That all happened in like the same month for sure. Yeah. yeah. Crazy, like crazy coincidence. And now we're now we're all pals. Now dude. we're all just the best of friends. It's amazing. So cool. Definitely, guys. <laughs> great. Yay. <laughs> well, Sam, thanks for coming on to the podcast. Of course. Um, this was fun. I'm sure I'll come over at some point this week. We'll watch some hoops. Because we need to Got catch you. up. So that would be good. That would be great, dude. It would be great to see you. And yeah. congrats on your movie. I hope it goes really well if I don't see you before that. Thanks, brother. Congrats on Goldberg's and congrats on your fantasy team and for beating Cam tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to beat him tonight. <laughs> Let's go. Nothing more embarrassing than setting Sam's fantasy lineup. and Because then- <laughs> I don't really know what's happening, but Cam helps me out. He's nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy, thanks for coming on. You're the man. Um, I will uh, see you in like a few minutes. Okay, great. Can't, looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Man. Can't wait. Bye, okay. Sam. Bye, Sam. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you.